What's new at Cold Wax Academy? As Rebecca and Jerry reach the end of their third year of live sessions, they are launching a new phase of programming aimed at reviewing and reinforcing foundation topics, beginning with color in their summer quarter that ends on July 5th. This summer sessions will also include mentoring and professional development topics, as well as a painting clinic and a member critique. As always, members of Cold Wax Academy have unlimited streaming and access to over 100 previously recorded sessions, and a table of contents to easily find specific topics in the recordings will soon be available. For more information and to join Cold Wax Academy, please visit coldwaxacademy.com. That's coldwaxacademy.com. That's all for now. On with the show. Hello and welcome to The Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about making assumptions. As artists, we are often in uncertain territory when dealing with the world of galleries, exhibits, and other opportunities. And leaning on assumptions, what you believe you know about a situation, can help you feel more grounded or confident. When you find out you've misread a situation, you may be left feeling angry or frustrated, or blame yourself for not seeing things more clearly. How can you maintain your objectivity and identify your assumptions as you navigate the ups and downs of an art career? There are no easy answers, but today we will offer some perspective on this tricky issue. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. So why do we want to talk about this? Um, I would say because the art world, on whatever level you're dealing with it, um, and that could be you know very local or something beyond that, it can be hard to understand. And it's also very, uh, it's so varied. And you can, you know, your, your approach can seem very scattered when you're trying to get places and trying to reach your goals in, in your art career. And, you know, you're just trying to figure it out, trying to make it work. And, um, you know, we're all trying to gain recognition and opportunities and sales. But every situation you find yourself in is a different set of unknown things. <laughs> you, who you're dealing with, what the venue is like, what the requirements are. And this can produce a lot of anxiety and uncertainty as you're trying to move forward. Um, I would say, of course, not all situations are confusing or unsettling. Um, it's great when doors open wide and things are clear, but there's always going to be uncertainties and things that you just aren't privy to about how things operate in the art world. And then assumptions come along um, as, a, as a coping device to navigate that, operating on what you believe to be true about whatever you're dealing with. Um, and it's, it's very much human nature. <laughs> I think we all do this. Uh, the definition of assumption is a thing that is accepted or believed to be true or as certain to happen without proof. <laughs> so obviously proof is really hard to come by when you're dealing with unknown situations. And I also find that to be a pretty kind of hardcore definition. I mean, nobody is going to have proof of everything in their lives, <laughs> let alone in the art world. I mean, we, we, all, we all operate 
on plenty of assumptions, or I think we would be just totally paralyzed. <laughs> you know, if we if we needed proof for everything, it would be crazy. Um, and I, I don't think a lot of people make absolute assumptions about things that are going to happen when they're navigating this kind of crazy art world. Like you probably wouldn't say, I'm definitely going to be accepted into this gallery that I'm applying for. It's probably more like this gallery seems right for me, so I'm going to apply. But even there, um, there is an assumption in that um, maybe the gallery isn't actually right for you, or it's just maybe it's one that other people admire, and so you assume that it's a good gallery and it's one that you would be a good fit with. and um, Or maybe you're not ready to make an application, but you assume that because your friend got in the gallery that you better get on it and do the same thing. So um, I think there's a, a place for skepticism and questioning your own assumptions about anything that's going to take your time or take you down some kind of path that isn't really right for you. And there are lots of situations like this. And so I guess the what we're aiming for today is to try to get past or get past assumptions that don't really have a good basis where you're really not being very objective everything is kind of what you want or hope or believe but there's not a lot of basis for it and because we get a lot of information about how to conduct ourselves in the art world there's uh, advice and things that you assume you should follow, but maybe not. I believe that our paths are so different and individual uh, so that just about anything, including things we say in this podcast, may not be right for you. And and it's always good to come back to that question, what's, what's right for me, what's true for me? Um, so I, uh, I thought of some assumptions that can create problems when you're dealing with the art world that I wanted to talk about. And they're not, when I say the art world, <laughs> I'm not I'm not necessarily talking about, you know, New York galleries or high-end art magazines. I'm talking about whatever you are dealing with. It could be um, your local art association or a group that you belong to. Anything that's happening outside of your studio that you're, you're trying to make it happen for your work or for yourself as an artist. And, um, and also to focus in this podcast about assumptions that you may be making, obviously people also make assumptions about you <laughs> as an artist, about your work. And that is the topic for another podcast. So this, this time it's really about what you can control in your, in your own mind about how you approach things. And one of the things about the art world is that not everything you're presented with every opportunity, everything people approach you with is actually legitimate. Uh, lots of them are. Many opportunities are totally legitimate and good, but there are scams out there. There are uh, people trying to entice you to do things to further your career, and you're basically uh, being led into your own assumptions by another person on purpose, and your assumption may be this, this person or this um, thing that they're trying to get me involved in is going to help 
my career. It's going to help promote me. But actually, there are a lot of situations where whoever's coming at you is really just trying to make money off you, not from your work, which a legitimate gallery would do. They're selling your work. But they're coming to you saying, if you pay to be in my art fair or if you pay to be in my publication, um, you know, it's really going to help you. Well, they're taking your money and using it for their own reasons and not necessarily that whatever they're promoting is actually going to help you. So you can waste a lot of your resources because you assume their goodwill and you're trusting in them. So that's there's this category of sort of naive assumptions. And I don't mean to be negative by saying naive. We, we are all naive at some point, and we are all naive in some ways, no matter how far along we are. So, but if you can recognize that what you believe about something maybe uh, maybe you don't have enough experience with it or you haven't really grasped what's going on and your tendency is to trust it. And that's what I mean by naive. Um, I personally had a bad experience with a vanity gallery in New York City before I understood what vanity galleries are. And, and they are in that category. They're asking you to pay to exhibit, um, in this case, pay for promotion, which amounted to not much. And so she had a lot of money, and it really was not something that would have been uh, respected in the New York art world because vanity galleries get labeled as such, and people don't take them very seriously. It's a pay-to-play situation. Um, but at the time, and I was pretty early on, I just assumed that this is a legitimate uh, route to to uh, gaining some ground, getting some traction with my, with my work, getting some exposure. And so I went for it, and I certainly did regret it, live and learn. Um, it was very eye-opening for me. And I realized how many assumptions I had made about <laughs> what it was going to do for me that didn't come true. And that, well, I mentioned uh, the word exposure, <laughs> I think, Anytime somebody is uh, suggesting that something will give you exposure, it is at least worth questioning. Um, it sounds like a good thing, and you may assume it's a good thing, but that term is usually a red flag. It's it's just this vague word that that is aimed at kind of tapping into your very deep desire to have people see and appreciate your work. I mean, we all feel that way as artists, and Anytime we think we're going to do something that's going to get it out there in front of people, it's it's very tempting. But um, I think a lot of artists uh, at some point realize that exposure is, <laughs> it doesn't really mean very much. Um, and there are other assumptions I would say are naive, like, um, I don't know, just anytime you're, they're not necessarily scams, but they're situations where you're putting time and effort into things that don't really have a lot of potential for you. And this might be something like pursuing a gallery that um, is in some out-of-the-way place or not a very good location for you. and um, Or maybe, you know, you're involved in some arts organization and you're devoting a lot of time to it, a lot of energy to it, and realize that there's not a lot of returns for you. 
Um, but in those cases, you may be assuming, okay, if I get involved in this thing, it's going to help based on maybe not very careful thinking, <laughs> maybe not really looking at the pros and cons of things. And, and I would say, like, nobody makes the right calls all the time. I, I can certainly look back at a lot of situations in my life where I, I just didn't get it. I didn't see it. Um, experience does help. I mean, you live and learn. And you at least with scams, you do start to recognize them. And that kind of basic rule of not paying to play when they want you to pay up front for something. And... And it's, a, it's, you know, you just learn to evaluate what you're looking at better as time goes on. But you can still get pretty charged up about an assumption about something that seems to be a great opportunity, or at least it's worth taking a chance on. And, and then that's the point of saying, okay, what am I actually basing this on? Is this just tapping into some emotional need or some desire that I have um, for myself or my work or my career, uh, what, what are the, what's the actual truth going on here? Yeah, and I think it's important to recognize that uh, because everyone gets it wrong now and then, it's, it's really not yes. beating yourself up over, over things that you didn't know or that you didn't see coming. Um, you exactly. know, even, even if it seems obvious in retrospect, um, you know, every, everything is uh, 2020 in hindsight. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's best to <laughs> let it go and not, not, you know, be too hurtful to yourself. I think that is very important because it is, like I said, it is human nature for many of us, at least to be trusting, to be optimistic, to assume that situations are beneficial if they're presented as such. And, you know, you want to believe it. And, so, yeah, it's just, it's being human. <laughs> um, I, and I wanted to talk a bit about also situations um, that maybe you've gotten involved in that, that are basically pretty okay, but then you're encountering problems that have to do with your assumptions about how things should be going um, maybe there's some problem with the way you're being treated or the way things are organized. And um, and you're sort of in it, you know, and you realize, what, what am I operating on here as assumptions? What have I <clears throat> believed because it seemed like it would be true? And those kind of situations, failure to communicate is at the heart of it, like, just about everything in life. If you're if you're operating with people on assumptions, there's a point where you have to clarify things. Um, and it may not be like an ongoing thing. I, I was thinking of an example, again, pretty early on where I had entered a juried show. I got in, I was happy, I sent the work, there was time and expense involved. And later I realized from something that they said that they were hardly ever open. This venue was only open for like four hours on the weekend or something. And I, that was not communicated to me, or I assumed to anyone else in the show. And so I felt ripped off. You know, why did I bother? Nobody's going to see it anyway. And sometimes you have situations where 
something important was not communicated. And you, of course, I assumed there would be regular hours. It was some sort of little gallery. Um, so um, your assumptions may be entirely reasonable. Like, I assume you're going to be open enough so people will see the work. But trying to catch those, trying to at least try to identify everything that you really need to know is important. And, and you can see red flags like you're not, if you're working with um, some sort of organization or gallery or something like that, you're, you're feeling sort of shut out, you're not getting clear answers, um, you get a response of, well, you know, we do it this way. And you don't, they're assuming you're okay with that. You're, and you're assuming you have some say in things. And it can cause definitely problems. So identifying your assumptions when you're involved with situations that are about your work and you're trying to get your work into the best light, that's important. Um, but I also think that any time that things fall apart because of assumptions, um, you you may have played a role because you weren't being clear enough Um Another little sad story from my own career is um, doing a commission, a private commission for some people, and I spent a huge amount of time and effort on a painting that I assumed was what they wanted, and it wasn't. <laughs> they were not happy with it, and it was really crushing. Um, they had a responsibility in this, too. They should have communicated better what they wanted, but I was assuming, oh, they like my work, they'll like this painting. And it was definitely um, a hard lesson to learn. Um, other times, teaching workshops and things, I assumed I was going to have adequate housing and I didn't, things like that. So entering into things with, with uh, recognizing whatever assumptions that you're making is a good idea. Let's take a minute to see what offers are available from Blick. Utrecht Artist's Imperfect Oil Paint Tubes and Cans are now 65% off. Blick is clearing out imperfect tubes of Utrecht Artist Oil Paints. This is your chance to stock up on these professional quality oil paints at incredible sale prices. Limited quantities available while supplies last, all sales are final. Prized by professionals for their brilliant color, rich texture, outstanding light fastness, and excellent long-term performance, Utrecht has been handcrafting these fine artist oil colors in Brooklyn, New York for over 50 years. High pigment concentrations guarantee superior tinting strength and remarkable vibrancy straight from the tube. These are the same high-quality Utrecht artist oils that you normally buy. They're just tubes and cans that have been dented during shipping or handling, and uh, they're just not quite perfect, but it's the same high-quality paint inside. To get the imperfect Utrecht artist oil paint tubes and cans at 65% off list price, please remember to use our affiliate link, which is, of course, MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. That's MessyStudioPodcast.com slash B-L-I-C-K. That takes you straight through to the regular Blick website. But when you use our affiliate link, then Blick will donate a very generous 10% to the Messy Studio Podcast, which really helps us to pay bills around here. So once again, that's MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. That's all for now. Let's get back into the show. Um, and just a word about 
situations that are entirely legitimate and entirely well-run and really good things, a respected gallery or a grant or a fellowship that has a good reputation. Um, we've talked in the past about rejection and how hard that can be. And generally, the more prestigious the place or the event or the opportunity is, the less likely we are to assume that we're going to be accepted. And, and I think that's healthy. <laughs> you know, take a shot, but don't assume um, that you're going to get in. And it's just easier to anticipate rejection as a real possibility ahead of time and, and assume that that also can happen. Um, on the other hand, very low expectations can keep you from even trying things and for, you know, for going for things. You can talk yourself out of it before you even start. So just assuming that you're not qualified, that you're not good enough, maybe you are. Um, again, trying to get the most objective view, it may mean getting outside view, getting someone else's opinion that that you respect. Um so when you're in the situation where your assumptions have clearly been proven to be wrong, um, we, we mentioned this, this can be distressing and you can beat yourself up about it. Um, and so I think if it happens a lot, it's worth looking at. You know, it's, I think that's what the podcast is about here. If, if you find yourself in this situation very often, it may be that there's some basic insecurity on your part about not about being in situations where you don't know what to expect, and that's often the case, right? Uh, you're dealing with the unknown, and you want to know how to proceed, how to conduct yourself, and so you create a little story for yourself about how it'll go, and you may tend to imagine things about a situation that are not actually very realistic. Um, an example might be that you you are assuming that something about yourself, um, like maybe some personal connection with a gallery, and you sort of assume, oh, well, my friend is in the gallery, so they're definitely going to want to talk to me, and, and like I have an in there. And that may not have any bearing on the situation. And and you can come off as a bit entitled or presumptuous if you go in there with that attitude or if you approach them with that attitude. Um, but it was a nice story, you know, it was a nice idea that you had. But but they but it perhaps led you off track. Um, and I guess in the sense of not being too hard on yourself and, and why that's you know, why you should give yourself a break for these things when you have assumptions that things are going to go really well is because you basically want things to go that way. You want things to be positive and you don't want to, you don't want to be disrespected. You don't want to be rejected. You don't want to be ripped off. I mean, that's all perfectly reasonable. Uh, and yet assuming that they won't happen is not entirely reasonable. <laughs> I mean, all of these things can happen, and they can all catch you off guard. Well, and if you if you live your as we mentioned in the beginning, if if you live your life paralyzed by fear of of something going mm -hmm. wrong, 
then you're you're gonna have a hard time getting anywhere. I mean, that's that's something going yes. wrong in itself is being is allowing fear to control your actions. Um, you know, yes. rather than uh, trusting that you know if things don't turn out well, that they will probably resolve somehow. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So so the the healthy assumption is okay, this thing that I'm trying to do may fall apart, but my healthy assumption is it will, I will go on, I'll find another way. Um, yeah, rather than assuming everything's going to be great. <laughs> I that you just sort of set yourself up for a fall that way. Or if you assume everything's going to be terrible, then you also set yourself up to not get anywhere. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I think I think that an overall optimistic attitude is really wonderful, but you're trying not to assume too much or pin too much expectation on any one opportunity. Obviously, the higher your expectations are, the harder the fall if they're not met. Um, so I guess what we're emphasizing here is try to keep your eyes open to to what's factual about the situation? How much can you identify that you could say nobody could argue with this? This is this is this gallery is in this location. This grant is this much money and given to this many people a year, and the application number is is this many people going for it? You know that kind of thing. Um, look at it. Say okay, I I understand. I accept the the odds. And I'm going to go for it. Um, and, and we don't want to discourage anybody from going for things at all. Um, and I think also realizing that you can't know everything. <laughs> there are many factors in every decision about your work or you as an artist that are not something you're going to know about. And some of them might not even very be very fair. And they're certainly out of your control um, so that's another sort of fact about all this. You don't know everything. Um, so I don't know, in, in terms of just sort of general advice or ideas about this, it's just to try not to go to extremes, because if you really overestimate, overassume about something good, um, Again, you know, we've said you can you can fall pretty hard from that, and and you can come off as somebody who is just sort of entitled. And if you're underestimating, if you're underassuming good things, you can lose opportunities. And so, to focus on the sort of positive self-talk, acknowledge what you hope for, um, but also your objective view. So. Um, I know this gallery gets a lot of applications, but um, I have a decent chance. I've got a good solid body of work, but if they say no, I'll keep looking and reminding yourself about what you honestly feel confident about. And that can help you get through when your assumptions prove false and you, you're upset with yourself. Um, if that happens, then try to remember what is good, you know, to, to keep you going. And once again, as much as you can, ask questions, read the fine print, get answers, 
Um, do the best you can to know what's going on. And um, that's about as much as you can do. And then just being aware, being aware of your own self-talk about assumptions. I think there's a lot of that that goes on in our heads, <laughs> you know, in, all, in life, every day we make assumptions when they have to do with something that you really want in your art career, you know, talk to yourself, write it down in your journal, talk to a friend or whatever, and try to see where the pitfalls might be with that. Well, yeah, and, and try not to take anything too personally. Yeah, that's also really important. And I know we've talked before, and I mentioned again in this episode, that there are so many uh, agendas going on in the art world with what's being decided that you that you're not part of <laughs> and taking things personally uh which does connect to emotion and connects to the reason that you're making assumptions in the first place yeah that's a pitfall um i think that you know our work is so personal that assumptions about other people liking it or not liking it are really tied in with a lot of perception about ourselves, our emotions, and it's it's tricky. I, you know, I don't, like I said at the beginning, there's no easy answers for this. Uh, it's just that awareness is as much as you can do. Right. Well, and, and for anyone who needs to hear it, I mean, we've, all both of us have experienced a lot of, you know, rejection and discouragement and disappointment and, uh, oh, yeah. and, and continue to do so. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we, it's something that, uh, you know, we're, we're here with you in the trenches. It's not something that, that we are, uh, no longer have to deal with or that we <laughs> no. escape from or, no. uh, or that, no, you're right. You know, it's, I don't it's want it to be like a lecture. Yeah, like we're doing everything right. What's wrong with you people? No, <laughs> it's no, not it's, like it's that at all. We're, we're, we're here in it with you right now. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's odd that it is ongoing. And I think, I think that it, it does have to do with basic desire to trust situations, to be optimistic, to think of good outcomes for everything and and want that. And it's it's trust, you know, that this is going to happen. And that's sort of in, ingrained in a lot of people's personalities. It doesn't really go away. It's just sort of like um, acknowledging that it's there and yeah. then trying to be the skeptic, trying to take a step back and say, yeah, but... Uh, that can protect you a little bit, and oftentimes we're we're thankful that things turned out the way they did. Uh, you know, with yes. with that, uh, you know, a uh, few years of perspective. Um, but when it, that doesn't that doesn't change it while it's happening, you know, you can you can look back on oh. disappointments from ten or twenty years ago and say, yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, it it, it kind of had to go like that in order for me to end up where I am or what happened for what happened after and then still when when you experience a a rejection a disappointment um yeah. it, it still affects you and it's yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to change that for for you or for me or for anyone uh but I think it's something that we can we can realize that there's realize that yeah. there's there's things are going to work out yeah and I think 
I think that's the positive assumption that in the big, the positive assumption is about the big picture. It's about, it's about, yeah, I'm, I'm down about this right now, but I assume it's going to get better. It's going to, things will improve. And um, I will look back at this time as a turning point or as something I got through at least. And um, yeah, those are, those are the good assumptions. (laughs) The, the the optimism that you can pull on. Well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this episode? Uh, just to emphasize, no matter where you are in your, in your life, in an art career, you probably do grapple with assumptions and their results. Um, and there are a lot of times they can trip you up because particularly in the art world, there are so many different scenarios that you deal with that are that are unknown to you. It's kind of a constant thing, especially at the beginning of an art career where you're trying to get established um, or any time in life when you're trying for a lot of different things. So you have this happening over and over again. And um, it's it's difficult when you realize that your assumptions were not very accurate so but again as we just said give yourself a break um when you realize that you've let these play too big of a role because we all do it to some extent all right that just about wraps up this episode of the messy studio for more from the messy studio please go to messystudiopodcast.com and sign up for the email list you can also find the messy studio on facebook as well as rebecca's public profile page For more from Rebecca Kroll, check out RebeccaKroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at ColdWaxAcademy.com. Be sure to sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. For more from myself, Ross Tickner, check out RossTickner.com. The Messy Studio is a Tick Digital Media production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. Until then, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.